The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Straight from the Mouths of Madness. I am one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F.U. Yeah, Hunter, what's up, you blood-sucking bitches? Blood-sucking bitches. There goes the fucking neighborhood. Yep. There goes the fucking neighborhood. <laughs> Anytime a fucking vampire moves in, people start fucking dying, trying to fuck moms, and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's, like, yeah. Dude, oh, dude, there's, there's this YouTuber I follow who, uh, he has a catchphrase, and he always wears a, uh, a hat that says, I heart single moms. <laughs> and then in, like his catchphrase is just like, Hey, you know any single moms? And then they'll be like, yeah. And they'll look at the camera like, I'm coming for you. Like, is, that, just is that an 80s thing, by the way, of the single mom and the vampire moving? Like, uh, oh, yeah. Lost Boys. Lost Boys, yeah. yeah. And the head vampire's like, I want some of that single mom action. Well, he wanted a vampire family. I understand, I I but he, single mom. he was targeting. I think the vagina was the least of what he yeah. was worried about. I think he, <laughs> I'm just going to say. And I will say, the mom is the hottest in the remake. I will take Tony Collette over any of those yeah other, and this is know. kind of her journey into kind of uh I, am i i can't think if she was in any horror movies besides obviously six Sense, but this was kind of her she was in something else as a mom like right before this i just i can't, can't it. fucking remember what but i'm it was. just saying you go from this and then and then go into her other stuff and hereditary oh and, yeah i mean yeah. she's been a mom and that's what i'm saying there's the other thing she's a mom in krampus she's a yep. mom in krampus yep, yep. How she she snuck out a trick or treat. She could have been a mom of one of those skits. That'd have been sweet. Yeah. Anyway, tonight on Killer or Filler, we are talking about the 1985 film Fright Night versus the 2011 remake of the same name and same font, title font like that. Sometimes they switch it up. Like yeah, with with franchises like Friday the 13th, they they did with Fire on Elm Street. They did Halloween. Did but they're also fucking franchises. This is like. They had one actual movie. Part two can kind of go fuck I'll itself. I'll give an exception, sort of, because at least the Fright Night, like with the original, was like the font on the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you can kind of get away with that. What, was this the font of his Vegas, his Vegas show? Possibly. I didn't pay attention enough to the yeah, backdrop. I, didn't I was too busy. I was too focused on David Tennant because he's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah. So. I think we just need to dig right into the, they both pretty much follow the similar story flow. There's really just about the differences they tried to they utilize to make this film. I think the honestly the biggest difference for the remake is is that you know the head vampire is like building a fucking vampire army, where in the original he's got his weird best friend that's in the house with them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, yeah. and, yeah. and, and the remake, yeah. it's like, oh, you fucked up. You're my, my area now. Yeah, and yeah. a shitload of vampires come out. Yeah, and there is, um, you know, whatever that motherfucker's name is. Oh, the um, the um, guy that always looks uh, like, uh, like he's, his name? he smelled a fart. Billy. Yeah, Billy. Billy. No, so that is, that is, that, that's a good place, place to start. Let's start with the, the, the man of the fucking hour, Jerry Dandridge. Now, this film, and I'm going to start off with giving it, start off with some positives. This film did what we always say we want to remake to do. Mm -hmm. It made a different film. Yeah. Which I give it respect for that. Like, you've got the original Jerry Dandridge, right, who's very charismatic. He's older. He said he's over like a thousands, thousands of years old. Yeah. Um, he's charismatic. He's charming. And he's actually merciful to Brewster. Remember in the bedroom, he's like, I'm going to give you a choice. 
Yeah. Look the other way and I'll forget you existed. Like he gave him an out. Charlie just didn't take it, right? Where you have, uh, and that was obviously Chris Sarandon. I mean, do we need to go into that? Chris Sarandon crushed that fucking role. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> Um, that's like that was me, one of his early that's, roles. That, that's, like, to me, that's his kind of definitive. I mean, he was in he was a cop in Child's Play. Obviously, I feel like most people see him go, "Oh shit, the fucking asshole prince from fucking Prince yeah, Pride." Th- this came but out this before both before of that. those. Yeah. yeah, this is before both of those. Like he only had like two roles, really bigger roles before I'm this. Props. I, I I completely forgot that he cameoed in the remake. Yeah, yeah, that I, that was do, awesome. Do you remember the name? No, JD. Oh really? Like Jerry? Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's fucking. It was awesome. Well, you don't really know. You have to look in the credits. But still, when I heard, saw that, I'm like, ah. Uh, but uh-huh. instantly, when he got out of the car, I was like, like uh, oh, this is it. and how? This I, is... I rewatched. This. I saw it in the theater years mm-hmm. ago. Completely forgot he cameoed in this shit. Yeah, because you you get distracted by the horrendous fucking CGI in this film. Okay, we'll get it. We'll yeah, get no, it. we're gonna wait on that. We're gonna yes. wait on that. But no, what I want to yes. say is, <laughs> so now you've got now you've got Colin Farrell's Jerry, which okay, a no watcher. No babysitter during the day, right? Yeah. Which kind of leads into like he he's better at survival because he's he is younger though. They 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 re- they reference when you know David Tennant's ver- version of um, Peter Vincent. Yeah, I was gonna say um, goes into the tribe he's from. And that's what, what type gets, of vampire he that's is. That's what you Peter Vincent as he sees that that painting or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh okay, it's like, this vampire. Yeah. So, but he's younger, so we don't know if the difference in the two is because he is younger, where he's like a little over four hundred years old is what they reference. Where, like I said, where Chris Sarandon's is like over thousand. Yeah. You know, I don't know if the centuries make you, you know, a little more calm because this motherfucker is sadistic. He is aggressive. He is animalistic. He is like all aggro as fuck. He's like, I'm juice, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, there's a difference between the OG one where he's more of like, I'm gonna stalk you. I'm gonna fuck with you. And this one where there's literally a chase scene where she he's like no i'm going to kill the fuck out of y'all right now yeah i don't care yeah. how far you drive away i'm gonna fucking catch it's not you. this cute shit it's like no i'm fucking gonna kill you yeah. like he was just so pissed and i, I like, Farrell ate that shit up like in the for a couple of the first scenes where he's working in the garden and like he gets up and he like does the whole shift over wipe the you know he got his, his shirt sleeves up and he wipes the sweat off his brow and he's just like totally making charlie's mom wet Mm-hmm. That's really what was going on there. The squinty eyes looks like he's almost intoxicated. Talking like, really uh, hey, right under his breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah what's going? Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> I mean, he ate that scene. Up. He ate that shit up. But so we got two totally different Jerry's, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, like you said, and obviously Colin Farrell's again was just way more aggressive, and he liked to kill his victims slowly and keep them as like fucking. You know, in lo- in rooms, so he just yeah, go he feed had, on them and he lock them up. Feed on them. Closet room shit. There's so there's a lot of elements that they obviously took the time to add into the remake that I really liked, and one of them was like that whole clot, that whole room that's like I'm just gonna save you, just you know I don't I don't need to eat you right now or yeah. piece on you or even turn you. I'll just keep you exactly. There. You know, fear makes it taste better. No, and he, like, he, he kind of fucked with the what's his name when he fucking he's like yeah go ahead go ahead and set her free yeah you did it you're a hero oh burst into flames fuck you yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that was, that was awesome. so because he knows like he's like I'm gonna slowly walk around the living room and they're like cutting around the corner and he's like I'm gonna go to the kitchen cut around the corner and he knows they're there mm-hmm. and he's like oh man I hope they don't get out the door and as soon Boom. as they get out yeah. burst that was that was pretty that was fucking, fucking cool. awesome and like the, the, their demise was the same way the only thing the other difference between these these vampires two versions of Jerry is that there's no uh, shape-shifting in the remake and there's no uh, turning into mist 
Yeah. Remember, he turns into Miss Meow after Evil yep. Ed, and then he turns into a bat at the end, and Evil Ed turns into a wolf. All right, None of that shit. You just, you so, just said his name. So. so we got to go into one of the biggest differences in this film is they did a fucking complete 180 flip with Charlie and Evil Ed between the 85 and the 2011. Yeah. That was and huge that was difference. the one thing. Look, I enjoy McLovin and a lot of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. What, hold on. What's, hold on. Uh, it's, um, what the fuck? How do Chris, you pronounce his name? Christopher Perez or something, I think. Chris Mintz Plasse. Yeah, there you go. But um, he was distracting in the remake. And, oh, yeah. And overall, like, Evil Ed, like Ed and the OG is just st- stands out so much. Stephen Jeffries. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking that you just, awesome. You just forget, like, in, in, in the original Friday Night, like, that's the first, one of the first things I think about is Ed. And in this one, it's kind of like, oh, look, we got someone from those movies you like to play Ed. And he's... He has some banter near the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. I didn't fucking care. And it was no. not nearly the same as Ed fucking with them in the OG. Where no, it, it. I don't know what. I don't know how they wrote him. Maybe it's because they literally did have to rewrite the entire character yeah. and put Ed as Charlie for this film, basically. And they also like, jumped it so fucking soon. I mean, what five minutes in? He's like, dude, there's a fucking vampire. It's a fucking yeah. vampire. Like, yeah. like five minutes in, you're yeah. like, whoa, bro. All right, cool. like. All right. And has a bag of shit. I mean, and again, I like the other way around with the OG, where like he's like trying to convince everybody, no, my neighbor is a fucking vampire. Sure, Brewster. Yeah, okay, like, <laughs> you're so cool, Brewster. <laughs> and he's just talking, you know, he's just completely belittling him the entire that, that time. That was that was really distracting with the remake. Is how much I did not like the casting, and I did not like the character of Ed in this one. Yeah, I feel you, but well, um. Charlie Anton Yelkin, Yelchin, excuse me, did great. Yeah, in that R.I.P. I mean, R.I.P. Yes, yeah. come on. Oh man, <sighs> we need to cover, by the way, one of its other great entries into the horror. Uh, Am I brain farting? I think I'm brain farting. Green Room. Oh, we br- it was we touched on it on an episode that was a joint episode of yeah. like new modern horror. But yeah, we do need to actually just do it on the chopping block for that film because there was a lot to dissect in that movie. Oh, Patrick Stewart. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um and and then um William Ragsdale. I mean, he's hasn't really done much since Friday Night. I think he was in Mannequin 2. <laughs> and he was in Justified. Was he in Justified? Yeah, he was the second husband of the wife. Oh, all right. The, real, all right, the realtor. Right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So, that's some that's some IMDb shit. Yeah, I had yeah, to look yeah. it up and go, oh, that motherfucker. No, again. I used to watch Justified, so I was like, that motherfucker looks familiar. I did too, but I couldn't fucking remember that shit. <laughs> but that that Charlie, that he did great for that Charlie because it was that whole wide-eyed, like, I love this monster shit, but holy fuck, there's one next door. Yeah. You know, and he tried to fuck my mom. <laughs> like, you know. A little too distracted, though. Mm. I mean, like, literally, they're, him and his girlfriend are about to get it on, and she's yeah, no, like, ready no. to fuck? Ready to fuck? And he's like, hold on, hold on I want to see this. Ready to fuck? Hey, you want to no. fuck? No, yeah, 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 just give me. And just completes ignoring. She's pretty much like, Tits out. Let's let's fuck now. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, a young um, Amanda Beers. And that and, that right there yeah. is the most distracting. Is that <laughs> it, if you watch Married with Children, which I did before I ever saw. Right I now. know that <laughs> rewatching the, this recently is so fucking distracted. You know what's crazy is how much Al picked on her for her boobs. I would, I have I have no I had no problem when like Friday Night is like I, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, no no just, you just got boobs whatever you yeah. just yeah <laughs> but um. Yeah, I would have been like, hey, I got a steak for you. Like, I mean, you know, like he's just, but he's worried about watching TV instead of stabbing her. <laughs> like, it's terrible. It's hey, horrible. It's just weird because, yeah, I mean, they did c- keep that consistent a bit with the remake where where she's yeah. like, all right, let's fuck. And he's like, yeah, just give me a second. But it, 
it's almost like in the OG, he like he just he doesn't want to have sex at any time because he gets distracted like three or four times. She keeps crying. Mm-hmm. He's just like, no, 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 hold on. Yeah, it was on. like in the bedroom that night. In later downstairs at the house in school the next day. Yeah, there was like yeah, there was like literally like three times I can think of back to back where she's just like, and then finally she said fuck it and threw food at him like yeah. you're an asshole. But like, um. The thing with Amy in this one is they, and, and with actually all our three main characters, you know, the humans, um, is that they focus on Charlie and Ed being nerds, outcast, kind of you know, loserish. Where in the first one, they reference it, but it's not a big, not, not a huge yeah. thing in the original. But in the more, remake, more they, Ed's be, kind of the out. They use they use Amy as the thing of them, even Charlie being an outcast because yeah. they're like, how'd you get this popular girl? And then Dave Franco's fucking kicking his ass and I know, he's getting bullied. I know the random that shit, I'm rewatching this remake again and I'm like, holy fuck, I didn't Dave know Franco. that was, yeah. Dude he, dude, he was like, that was gotta be like one of his first oh, yeah. fucking movies. Yeah, it was he's, probably that and I don't, I can't remember when 21 Jump Street came out, but yeah, whatever yeah, the timeline is, around yeah, that. around the same time. Yeah, so. a couple years in between that. But yeah, so you, they really honed in on like the outcast that Ed and Charlie was, but then Charlie dropped Ed to be a cool kid, and then he got the good girl, he got the hot girlfriend kind of thing. Yeah. Versus, I don't know, I kind of like the '80s version where it's just like, no, like. Now know. I will say this, where Ed is very much the part that I think hurts the remake, the character and the actor they got for Bishop. Oh yeah, it yeah. enhances it because look, I appreciate Ryan McDowell. He does an okay job in the OG. But I fucking loved what David Tennant did in the remake. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I mean, he went completely different. Like, you know, Rodney McDowell was still regal, like acting in the theater and all this stuff. And Peter, <laughs> David Tennant's Peter Vince was like a drunk, drug addict, fucking illusionist. Yeah. Was, and and like, they kind of put in there that, like, he knows his pretend in a way. But when he comes across, like, near the end, there's, there's, he, well, they, he references that he had something happen to him, yeah, right? And yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, that's why, like, he, Built up this goddamn. How much shit does he have in his? his oh, it's a fucking. It's a museum. museum of, it's a museum just, of yeah. shit. So that he's like, collected. He quote quote is it's pretend, but but he's is also it? is it pretend? Yeah, yeah. No, so and like um, he does gross grow a pair at the end, you know, and kind of same thing as Rodney McDowell's character, you know. Yeah. It just took Rodney McDowell going to the house and not seeing a reflection to like it's it, but then he ran away like a little bitch too so. yeah you're like, like hey, hey, get hey, out of here hey, yeah. and then he's oh, like no. get in the car good luck guys <laughs> <laughs> but yeah peter vincent uh the character is great in both i do like they had to update it from being a tv host because in the 2000 in the, in the teens we didn't have tv hosts like a crypt keeper or stuff like that right yeah. we did, that was gone so we had to do something else and it was they, they it moved it to, they moved the it to vegas yeah so man make them that is another strong thing i'll say with the remake is is I like that they moved to Vegas because it makes sense. If you're a fucking vampire, what's the best city to fucking just roll in? Vegas, a place yeah. that never shuts down. Exactly. It's 24 hours. So you, it, it makes it like, oh, isn't that weird how he sleeps during the day and then he's out at night? No, it's even so, like, I work Vegas. at the casinos. Yeah, it's like, fucking Vegas. It's Vegas. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the yeah. reality of that town. Totally so, smart. Completely yeah. smart. That See, works out again. perfect with that kind of setup. So, mm-hmm. yep. And then to have Tenet's like Vegas show. There, it, uh, it, there is no like bending the plot to make it have it make sense. It makes sense that he's right there, so our main dude doesn't have to like search and call and bug the shut up. He just has to try to get into a show and then bring there it up. There you go, exactly. Now, um, all right, uh, boy, all right, yo, we gotta, oh. man, the oh, oh I, I'll say this: 
Uh, I enjoyed 80% of this remake. Yes. And then they decided, fuck you, we're about to give you some of the worst-looking CGI effects at the end of this movie that made me cry. I did at the end. Oh, but the During end. During the, the Oh, the end was the denouement. But the, it was end, like the, the end is, because yeah. I'll give, okay, well, maybe they, whatever, whatever. But when your finale is just all shitty fucking CGI. And I'm talking about I am legend mm-hmm. fucking level of Fake shit. blood and it was, CGI blood was and like, all that shit. Well, fuck you. Like, I literally said while I'm watching it, well, fuck you. Because yeah. I was enjoying <laughs> the tempo and how, and that last final when 10 it minutes. Had the, it had, the, it had the, a chance to be even grander than the original because they, it had all these slave vampires and it was this big battle and the, you know it uh, and they just fucking threw it away with that ending it's when when pretty much you know he's dying and he's trying to transform and then they sell the, the, all the effects are, are dog garbage. shit they're well, terrible when he kills jd um you know he drops the car you know and then he as he's walking over he ch- his face changes and you're like oh my god why? Yeah, it's, Why? It's and then awful. He, and then he does the bite and he changes back and it's like this is so fucking bad, so bad. And I'll, I'll be honest, so bad. It's been a while since I saw OG Fright Night. I forgot they How got good those some effects are fucking hardcore. Really dude. fucking good practical. I, like, yes. I completely forgot yes. about the fucking what's his name? His his assistant melting. Yeah. Uh, I was like body melt. That, body that up, was yeah. Fucking badass. Yeah. The fucking um uh Ed. Getting killed as the wolf and then oh the transformation yeah. yeah I mean the the, the, the is end 80s. when he's melting and yeah stuff, like turning transforming back to Ed I appreciate mm. that yeah, yeah but yeah. there's a lot of effects I was just like how the fuck did I forget yeah they really put in some effort to give us some strong 80s practical effects well like in his room the image you always see that people use in memes and stuff is when he's actually turning starting to turn back when he hears the mom's voice when he first turns the, the those effects are horrifying yeah the way Jerry looks. You know, he's like almost hairless and he's just like, looks like, you know, it's, it's like they took the lead uh, witch from the movie Witches and like, yes, made it, I know you're talking <laughs> about male. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? Like, not the Anne Hathaway one, folks. We're talking the Morticia, well, what the fuck? I can't remember that actress's name. Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston. Yeah. I, should, I should smack myself in the face for that. Yeah. Her witch. Literally, if you put them side by side, she's like the male version of her fucking special effects yeah. makeup. Really. Um, his hands, everything. Like, uh, just, yeah. He looks so fucking creepy. Because I still enjoy the original Fright Night, but the pacing does hit some very crawl spots. The club scene is up. unneeded. The club scene could be such so short. Did you realize so something, though? Oh, yeah. Did you watch a club scene? Dude from Friday the 13th. Yeah, the, that first bounce that comes up. I was like, that's a fucking biker for part three. Yeah, yep. yep, yep. Fucking A, he was. And he's, he literally called Bouncer number one in the credits. <laughs> his, his name is actually Nick Savage. Go figure. Yeah. Which is weird that, like, have the most of the movie he's trying to convince people that his that's this that JD's a fucking vampire and then you get a scene like the nightclub where literally he is not hiding the fact that he is just murdering the shit out of people mm-hmm. in a way with his claw hands and shit like that that is not a normal way to kill people and then back to I'm not a vampire people don't worry about it well no you never really went back because like right after that scene was pretty much the next night is when they went into the right. final and which final town thing. is it in that incompetent that can't literally try to there's you have I don't know a hundred plus witnesses of the way the dude looks and you don't it, you don't see a a single in both movies I guess well a single police presence you get in where they show up 
to check at the beginning. But once yeah. murders happen yeah. and both nightclubs, right? Yeah. No. No. Well, I mean, he called the cops on uh, in the remake too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's the only time we see cops is they go, all right, well, dumbass kid. But both times, this dude kills people out of public. Nope, no police presence. Yep. So, yeah. Now, oh yeah, that's and that's the thing. Uh, going back to Ed too is like how he dies. You mentioned it in the beginning with the, like that death scene. It was, and he's like, "It's okay." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. That was it. Was fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, and then like um. Yeah, because he caught on fire first, right? And then he got stabbed, and then he staked him, right? Yeah. But that that crucifix mark that that Bishop leaves the first time Ed goes after him, mm-hmm. like I love that effect. Where the rest of the movie, it's just that burned X mm-hmm. in there. I kind of wish they'd done that with like with Why do you keep calling him Bishop, huh? Bishop. Oh, sorry. Um, what's his name? Ryan McDowell. Oh, uh, well, Tennant in the next one too. Oh, Tennant in the next one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep saying Bishop. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, the burned X is, you know, it's big in both, because he got, and Ed got burnt when he tried to kill him at his apartment yeah. in the original. Which so I like that, that. he's like, hurry, hurry, there's a vampire, let me in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was, that was, that was good stuff. Um, Stephen Jarvis does also do 976 Evil, which is also, uh, schlocky. Yeah. Directed yeah. by fucking Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Damn, I forgot about that. Yep. I had a little heart review there. All right, well. What about sums it up, really? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, look like, at this. I don't know. I, I, it's funny rewatching this for this episode, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I was too harsh no, then, on the remake. Then the and I was really, really enjoying it. There was a few bad CGI moments here and there, but overall, like, you know what? I'm enjoying this. But man, you get to the end of the movie, and I, nope, I can't do it. No, because I agree. Because now I know. I agree. I would like to rewatch it again, except. I wouldn't be able to complete the movie. I'd have to turn it off 15 minutes before it's over because I will not watch that pathetic attempt at really bad like special effects. It just sucked so bad. It, it, it did, and it literally just took away everything. Yeah. It took away everything that was good about it because we, we, we talked about tons of positives that go out through the entire movie. It's just right? sad that they... Uh, they fucked it up at the end. They could have the concept of him just keeping them, storing them like fucking snacks for a fucking you know nuclear takeover. Yeah. Like I mean, a, you know, nuclear bomb shelter type scenario. Where he's like, yeah, like that I got whole food. underground tunnel setup. I, I fuck a loved. basement. Yeah, no, I got, I got, I got that prison shit rooms. was awesome. But you fucked it up, and now it, you know what? Because of that shit, it goes in the fucking toilet. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I I completely agree with you. I was. I was waiting to see because I'm just, it, I, it hit it, me the same it way. It hurt me, man. Yeah. Because I was watching. like, man, maybe I'm an asshole when I watched no, it the first time. No. And then no. the end of it goes, nope, you're not an asshole. These lazy motherfuckers gave you fucking shitty computer effects that yep. completely kill what you enjoyed of this movie. Yep. I, I, dude, I, I was the same way I was when I was rewatching. I was like, man, like, I don't remember liking this movie this much. And then, I'll, then I was just like, it got, for me, it was before the very last scene. It was when I saw his transformation. I was like, oh, God, that's fucking horrible. And then it just got worse. Yeah. And then the worse. ending was just and like the icing on the where like, it's oh, like, fuck. now we're going to do it to you have, over and over again. I have, I, when we say like, you know, we, we have excused it during certain movies, like uh, it's still a very thin layer of ice. They have, they have, to, they, they have to walk across to get a plus from me on it. Like I'm like, 
I'm not just going to say, I get it, you know, you throw it in here and there, like, dude, there better be nine, 85 to 90% practical effects in that fucking film, yeah. and only 10%. And by the time we got to his transformation, and when he was on, when they were on the highway, it had already jumped to like 35% CGI shitty effects. Oh, I, I will throw, though, I did enjoy... The mom pulls out her little um, realtor signs, and oh, that's what yeah. they use. Like, and so as he's staggering around, he's got the fucking advertising going yeah. like through his. That was funny, yeah. but again, nope. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck, no, fuck the movie. No, this movie is a filler. It, God, like now it's an upsetting filler. We were in it's the time because we, we are on the time of 2011 where you didn't have to do that. Yeah, like I get in the 2000s, we had some sh- a lot of city CGI. We had a couple werewolves movies with bad transformations and all that shit and. 2011. I thought we were starting to turn a corner, guys. I thought we were seriously. Well, we had two years later. Lot... Two years later, we had fucking Zombieland, right? Yep. 2013 or 2012, right? 2012, I believe. That was yeah. like all practical effects. Yeah. I mean, for the close-up stuff. I mean, I think they were like imposed. This zombies. one, I think, affects me because some of the killer, the killer fillers we watch, we kind of know that first 10 to 15 of watching. Uh, this fucking sucks. Uh, and this I'm talking for the to you. Whole hour and, 40. and I'm talking to you. You know, you know which movies we were talking about. <laughs> this one though was an optical illusion. We're like far away. You're like, all right, all right, and then you get closer, and nope, nope. So it kind of hurts a little bit more. It's just more personal that they. Yeah. I was yeah. invested. I was about ready to pipe this shit up. They gotcha. And, yeah, and then nope. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, I, uh, yeah, terrible, terrible. So that that's it, folks. It's a fucking filler. Um. Hit us up, lowdownbrown.gui at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Did you still enjoy the 2011 remake? Ignoring all of the eye-gougingly bad CGI <laughs> effects? If so, um, yeah. I, okay. Let it, let, Tell us we're full of shit. Yeah, and let us know. And um, Bring it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it. Let's do this. We will Zoom you so hard. <laughs> fucking, we will have this over the internet. We will, we will hash this out. But we appreciate out. you listening to us. Yeah, I yeah, also yeah, appreciate yeah, you listening to us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bring it. I'm going back and forth. Yeah. It's like, this love ain't. Oh, God. No, but, um, and, uh, also, uh, go to GIPodcast.com. Check out all the other shows under the network. There's something for everybody. We got seven podcasts. Check out all of them. See if there's any other ones that strike you fancy. And also, while you're on GIPodcast.com, go to the links page. And the first link is Amazon.com. You can click the link and you can buy both these films. Yeah. As well as some of the other films we mentioned. They might have a double pack. Who on knows? Amazon. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so you can compare yeah. and contrast, and then, oh, you know, and then throw that disc away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a coaster now. Target. Hey, skeet shooting. Yep. Um, and then uh, next to the Amazon link, we've got our link to where all our merch is at. That is T Public. We've got over fifty designs. So man, we're we're in spooky season. So, so no, we're gonna about to have like fifty over probably fifty five now uh, because spooky season's coming. A shitload. Yes. And we're getting ready to drop our holiday yearly holiday spooky designs that stay up pretty much from now through the rest of the year by the time this is yeah by the time you're listening to this i believe they will already be out so make sure you go there and check out we've got you know i'll call Halloween, nightmare on street ale all that shit and get it on t-shirts all kinds of swag tote bags yeah like all kinds of shit all so. kinds of shit fucking pillows all kinds of good stuff so make sure to check that out and um yeah oh, oh you know they made a remake of fright night 2 right why? Nah, dude, we got to- <laughs> Oh, God. Do I don't that. know, man. This little this little kinda, foreshadowing, this, folks. This one kind of took it out of me, man. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. Hopefully it sucks two. from the beginning. Uh, uh, hey, at least uh, you know we could just start out with the fact that the original sucked. Yeah. So we're, you know, we're starting in a negative, so it can just go further downhill. Yeah. So tune in for that shit, fo- uh, shit show, folks, probably sometime in the early next year. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. We're going to have to give it a little time. Oh, yeah. We got we to gotta, we gotta have a break. We got to have a break. 
<laughs> All right, guys, until we talk to you again, embrace the madness. and remakes two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse join like the hobbit and tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and tv shows what podcast would dare to bring this upon the world this is smack my pitch The Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left. And we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. 
Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the schlock be with you. you.